Wow, this is fucking smooth as hell, too. Can't get you out of my head. Part 1. Blood Shadow on the Wolf Mountain. Umar Khan. 23k views one year ago. Hmm. 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 Shooting and fucking. Hmm. Are the same thing. Hmm. Hmm. Ain't that the truth. What don't you say, Lux? Hmm? I'm Gay and I'm your host, Geraldo Rivera. You're tuned in to You're tuned in to episode 58 of Geraldo's Edge Game, the premier Edge and Coomcast podcast. Um Today, a very special episode that I've been waiting to do for a long time, and I'm really happy to be doing it today. This is uh, an X Videos exclusive, and uh, I want to make sure um, it's only for X Videos. And I just want to put a disclaimer out right now: if you put this anywhere else on the internet, uh, I'm gonna kill you. <sighs> and uh, that's it. <laughs> it's just that's that's the only consequence. I'm going to murder you. Now, you might be thinking, well, who is this for? Who is this for? Why are you doing this? If it's only for X videos, I thought you were making it for everyone. Well, this is, this is, uh, uh, I don't know how to put this. I don't know how to put this because I, it's weird because I don't know what message gets across to X videos. I don't know what, what what would reach you guys because I, I've tried to be nice. I've tried to communicate pretty directly, uh, you know, with with the best of my writing and reading comprehension skills that I learned from uh, from grade school. Um, I think I've been trying my best to get that figured out. 
in terms of what you guys are expecting and what the limitations are, what you want from me, what you want from my content and what you need from me, for me to be able to stay on your platform, to stay on your website. And it turns out no one at X videos can read or write beyond a third grade level. And even if they could, even if they could, they're choosing not to. So in, in practical and in, in reality, you might as well be eight years old. Okay. If you're not going to use what you know to do your job, then you might as well be talking to children. Okay. There are children moderating a porn site. Okay. It's called X videos. All right. Ban X videos because it's run by fucking children and not even just children. They're retarded children. And I'm not, it's not to say there's anything wrong with being a retarded child. Cause if that's what you are, that's what you got to live with for the rest of your life. No, no, no dis, no shade to retarded children. I just want to, I just want to make sure everyone knows that X videos is run by retarded children. Okay. That's all. I don't, I don't think that's that hard to understand or comprehend. Now, if any of the children at X videos wants to, uh, 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 to challenge that, if they want to challenge that at all, just let me know. Okay. Let me know if, if that's something you want to do, because I, it's been months. We've been, we've been talking for months now. All right. And I don't think it's that hard for you to tell me, Hey, what do you want in a disclaimer? Okay. For uh, what do you want at the beginning of a video that tells you, Hey, this is a joke. What do you want me to say that say that that really makes it clear that, Hey, this is a fucking joke. You're a joke. I'm a joke. Don't take this seriously. I'm not going to kill you. I'm not going to murder your family. I'm not going to send pipe bombs to your house, whatever. What do you need me to say specifically? Because you know, you're giving me this answer of like, it's just a bad quality video. Uh, please replace a disclaimer. Uh, please lower the volume of the intro, which is ridiculous. That's preposterous. Have you heard of the volume? I don't know if you knew this. I don't know if you knew this about <clears throat> most video streaming sites, not just X videos, but there is this thing called a, a, a volume uh, 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 adjustment bar or, you know, there, there's ways to adjust your volume, not only through the website, but um, through your computer or whatever you use to view uh, pornography these days. Uh, you can, you can, uh, you know, you can even close your ears since you're a retarded child. You can take your hands, take your hands and just, just put them over your ears like this. If the intro volume is too loud, it's not that hard. It's not that fucking hard. Despite that. Okay. Regardless of that, I understand if you need, if you need, uh, to be accommodated. Okay. Now, the problem with the way you're asking for it is that, is that you're not telling me how much to lower it. You're not telling me what volume is appropriate, which just tells me you're just fucking with me. And I, it's, I, I, I thought for a while that I was just being paranoid. I thought I was being you know, difficult. I thought I was being the annoying one. And it just turns out you guys have been fucking with me the whole time. It's, it's, uh, it's, weird. it's a weird uh, revelation to think, uh, that it would be someone so incompetent at the top of uh, X videos moderation team. Who would have thunk? Who would have thunk? Now, <clears throat> is that a problem? It's a problem for me. It is a problem for me because I like your site and I want to make uh, a little bit of money from your site. 
And I know you guys want to make a, a little bit of money from me, a whole, you know, five euros or whatever, whatever currency you want to use. You know, we don't even have to, you don't even have to pay me at this point. I just want, uh, I just want some acknowledgement that you guys are fucking with me. That's really all I want. All I want is some acknowledgement that you're fucking with me. And if that's, if that includes a ban, that's great. If you just ban me as a result of all this, that would be actually extremely satisfying because it would tell me that, um, this was all a waste of time from the get go and that I don't have to look back and say, what did I do wrong? What did I fuck up? What could have I done different uh, to make this, this, this feasible? And uh, it turns out there is nothing. There is nothing, there is nothing to be done. And uh, you guys have just been uh, fucking stupid this whole time. So let me know. Uh, let me know in the comments. <laughs> let me know when I upload this with the same disclaimer, at the same volume, with the same content that I've been uploading I'm getting approved multiple times every time I replace one of my videos, which, if you don't know, takes time for me to edit and code and then re-upload, which minimum is at least two hours for each one, for each video I upload, for each, up, for each video I have to apparently fix, okay, based on your arbitrary vague standards. Yeah, that's just let me know. Leave it in the comments, like it, or just delete it. For the love of God, I've gotten, I don't know who's on your team. I don't know who you have working on your team at this point. How many disgruntled employees you have who have to filter and sift through fucking pornography. Okay, I get it. I get that's a hard job. I get people who have to moderate Facebook and Instagram. They have to moderate all the pornography. They have to moderate all the, the, the gore, all the fucking uh, murder videos, whatever. Fucking wrecked.com. I don't know. Like. Uh, is that is that a real one? I don't think it is. I'm I'm, th I'm thinking of like fucking any of the gore sites. You know what I'm talking about. Um, Live leak, for example. Rest in peace. I think it's something else. It it doesn't matter. You get what I'm saying. I get you have a hard job, but I don't think this is one of the harder cases. Okay, and I don't think it's my videos are deserving of the same disdain that you might show for other content creators, other videos. I'm not trying to hurt anyone. Okay. I'm not trying to hurt you. I'm not trying to hurt your reputation. I'm not trying to hurt your personal ability to uh, make a living moderating uh, pornography. Okay. I'm not trying to hurt that yet. Someone on your team repeatedly denies my videos, doesn't help me, doesn't give me any guidance as to what needs to be changed. And sometimes they just say, hey, you need to change your attitude, kid. That was a, that was a, that was a direct note from one of your moderators in response to one of my simple replacement videos was just, maybe you tried changing your attitude, kid, was more or less what it was said. And that was it. They didn't say what was wrong with it. They didn't say if it was, the, you know, this time they didn't say it was the volume or this time they didn't say it was the disclaimer. They didn't say it was uh, 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 whatever. Just it didn't say it was a bad quality video, okay? As if the quality matters on a porn... 
I, uh, <clears throat> I don't know why I can't upload a lower quality video anyway, but that's, that's another conversation. It doesn't matter at this point. It doesn't matter because I've already made the effort to upload even, and even higher quality versions of the original videos and you're still telling me they're bad quality, which tells me it has nothing to do with the, the bit rate of the videos. It has nothing to do with the audio bit rate of any of my videos. It has to do with uh, uh, subjective quality, I think. Okay, which you're not specifying because otherwise I don't know what is bad quality about my content. You're telling me I'm just making bad videos. That's what it seems like. I don't, I don't know what else to assume. If I'm wrong, let me know. Let me know if it's, if it's I'm making bad quality content. Maybe I can improve. Okay, but nobody's telling me that. No one's saying what can you improve on. No one's saying well, what can you do better about it. Okay. So I don't know why you expect anything to change when you don't give me something to work with. Does that make sense to a third grade child? Does it? Let me know in the comments, please. Please. Please let me know in the comments so I don't blow my brains out. Please. I don't want to hurt you guys. I don't. It's not. That's a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's been a joke. If that's what bothers you about the disclaimer, let me know. And I can certainly take that out. I can certainly take out the part. It's not even part of the disclaimer. It's part of the video. Okay. But the disclaimer, I think, covers it. You know, the verbal threats I make to X videos moderators and their families. Okay. And their friends. It's, you know, I, I don't think it's, it's that, uh, uh, it's not that hard to see. I would never do that. I'm not capable of that. Me personally, I'm not, I wouldn't, I wouldn't personally be able to do that. Okay. But if there was someone out there, if there was someone out there, hypothetically, Is there anyone out there? Uh, this is real. This is serious. This is a real. This is real, actually. Uh, is there anyone out there? Is there anyone out there who can uh, track down X videos moderators where they live, perhaps, or just where they work, or just things, just places they would be? Uh, can you track them down and and then murder them for me? Could you do that? Could you mur Could you could you kill them in some way? Um, I would pay you, uh, it, it, for whatever level that you can, that you can do for me, any of my, any of my loyal followers, any of my loyal fans, uh, if you know someone or if you want to do it, if you know how to do it, if you got the resources, if you got connections, just anything, let me know, pass, pass along the way. I'll make sure everyone gets paid. I'll make sure everyone gets, uh, compensated appropriately. And I'm not even sure how many people I'm trying to kill here. I don't know how many people work for this team. I don't know how many children work for this team. Uh, hopefully, it's not bigger than a third grade classroom. Okay, it would be nice actually if they were all classmates. If everyone at X Videos was in the same classroom, that would be really convenient. So then you could just get uh, one bomb for the room, or perhaps just one. Uh, you could empty one clip 
into the classroom and get them all, right? You know, ho hopefully it's just a class of maybe 30 tops, 30 tops, okay? I don't know. I don't know. It's negotiable for how much y you want, you know, per, per head. Um, depends on how hard you got to fight. I get it. I get there's lots of factors to consider, but I'm willing to pay top dollar to uh, have them killed, to have X videos moderators killed, to have X videos programmers kill. I don't. You might as well kill them all. I, I know the programmers. They don't. They don't. You know, they're not responsible for talking to me. At least I hope not. I hope they're not doubling up. I, I assume there's a different person for that job. But um, yeah, let's let's do as many as we can. Let's do as many uh, as possible. And if we can only do one at a time, fine. That's, you know, uh, I'm, I'm all about baby steps. I'm all about making small uh, uh, wins. There's small wins. I want to make small gains. It's a, it's a slow process. I get it. If you want to kill a whole moderation team, sometimes you got to start small and work your way up. I get it. I get it. Okay, if it, if it has to be one of these things where we get someone undercover to somehow get a job with them and work their way up for a couple years until uh, they figure out, you know, who's at the top, you know, who's actually in control, who, where they live, you know, who they hang out with, who their families are, who their friends are, and then we strike, and then we make the big kill. I get that that might be part of the process, and again, I'm willing to wait for that, I'm willing to pay for that, I'm willing... Uh, what, I'm willing to do whatever it takes to make that happen. This is a real threat. I really mean it. It's not parody, even though despite what the disclaimer says at the beginning of the video, this is a real threat. I really mean it. I will come out and I will either personally kill you, pay someone to kill you, I'll pay someone to find you, and then I will kill you myself, or I'll just, I'll just watch you maybe. I'll just fucking watch you for a while. Maybe I'll just follow you around for a while, see what happens. Maybe I'll take some videos of you while you're showering or something while you're going grocery shopping and then I'll post those on X videos. Okay? Take videos of you sleeping. Post those on X videos. Okay? Take pictures uh, at your, your children's birthday parties. Obviously, I'll censor the children because they don't deserve it. <clears throat> unless they're also important. <laughs> unless they're also X videos moderators. Unless you make your, your own children work uh, for you. Because really, it seems like this job could be done by a child, and it is being done by a child. So why not only ever hire children to do the job? It makes sense. I get it. I kind of get it. I kind of get why it's run by children. It makes sense. Okay, fine. Like, 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 hypothetically, if I ran a porn site, if I had a porn site, if I had a tube site and I needed to make sure I made money despite my payment processors, uh, you know, not working with me anymore. Okay. Once Visa and MasterCard and whatever, whoever still allows you to pay for pornography, all the major traditional legacy payment processors, I think you should stop. I know, I know representatives from Visa and MasterCard will be watching. And uh, I just want you to know you'll survive if you stop, if you stop with the, uh, 
the porn sites. I think, I think what can happen, and this actually might be a good thing. This actually might be a good thing because because porn does have a power to change policy. It does have power to change the way we do business in America, at least. Um, and it's to force people to use cryptocurrency. I think that might actually be a good thing. Is to to remove credit companies, to remove payment processors, the least in the traditional legacy payment processors, remove them from the equation. I think if if that's what you're worried about, if that's what you're afraid of, and this is not just X videos, this is not just Pornhub, this is not just the major ones. It's for any anyone that wants to get in the game. And I think that's I think they know that. I think I've seen all these cam sites. I think a lot of porn sites, they have options for crypto. And the thing is, is you're not going to get as many people to convert if you don't push them. And I think you just got to push them. Just get rid of Visa. Get rid of MasterCard. Don't limit yourselves anymore. Stop limiting yourselves to these payments. I think you'll probably get hurt for a while. You certainly will because there, there will always be someone else who is willing to work for the payment processor for the, big, for the bigger people. But I think what you should do is just go ahead and just transition fully to crypto and any other alternative payment forms that you think are viable. But man, Visa, MasterCard, they're part of the problem. See, you thought this was gonna be a rant about X videos, but no, this is this is this is better than that. This is better than that. <clears throat> what do you think? Where do you think we go from here? Where where do you think um, what what could possibly happen now? Um, what do you think, Lux? Hmm? Do you guys want to tour the house? Do you guys want to tour the, the Airbnb? I'll give you a quick tour. All right, so I'm gonna take you. This is the the entrance. I'm gonna I'm gonna take you to the start. Okay, so we're going down the stairs because guess what? We're on the second floor. This is the second floor loft, and right outside. There's a nice restaurant where uh, 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 rich white people eat, okay? Here you can see this is a private residence, in case you weren't aware. And um, why are we not in autofocus? Hmm? Let me, let me, let me, there we go. Huh. Was I out of focus the whole time? Lux? Was I? Hmm? Hmm? And you didn't tell me? 
All right, so you walk in, you have to go up the stairs, well, big candles. Right away, you see the string lights, it's not even, uh, it's not even hidden. You got that thing from probably from Ikea, the weird lights. You got a big print of a tree and you got lots of rocks. You know, they brought lots of rocks from the outside and brought them in so that they could put the picture on the rocks. I imagine they're gonna eventually put a waterfall in here soon. All right, wooden star, painting of a, a dress and a thing. Hello, Lex. Wooden milk paint, as previously mentioned in a previous video. This is the white girl's dream. Minus three stars for this Airbnb because the string lights on the mirror <laughs> do not work. They're burnt out. And that's pretty much the only reason I booked this place. As you know, the succulents, all the chairs and furniture are nice and suede and leather. And I had to cover them all because um, of Lux. Okay. Beautiful view of a uh, mountain. There's a train station there. Takes you up a mountain, the train. This is where um, I um, hmm. Don't, I don't know what that's about. Anyway, here's the mason jars. Lots of mason jars. There's no no real rhyme or reason um, to like the placement. I don't think these are all the same size here, and they're just kind of like distributed evenly. Not even evenly, you know. Um, candles jar. I almost feel like something was stolen. I almost feel like things were stolen from this. A, a chandelier, you know, like dogs again with the rocks it's just three rocks just three rocks okay i added that book i added this book to the equation okay i'm getting so exhausted of this uh anyway here's uh my workstation this is what i've been uh this is this is this has been the move for the past month is uh this is where i cam and uh, I make memes for five people, for five bots to like. I bought this laptop. I finally upgraded so I had to sell my PC when I moved. And I bought this from a guy who, um, it's a long story, but basically I was trying to buy it on Facebook Marketplace and I could tell from the ad that he was already kind of upset that he couldn't sell it for the price that he wanted. And he was tired of lowballers. Yet at that point, the the, the, the laptop was already listed for $400, which uh, this laptop sells. Uh, it's an MSI uh, a sword, I believe. And it was selling for like $1,000 like new. And what's funny about it is uh, he, he, speci he specified in the ad that he uh, was selling it because he, well, he bought it for his girlfriend 
and uh, his girlfriend had up had, had upgraded had wanted to upgrade with in less than a year from the the shitty gaming laptop that his, her loving boyfriend uh, bought for her and so I said well great I, I don't I don't care where it's from you know a lot of people give you this context of like oh I took it away from my son and I'm gonna sell it now uh, which are sometimes they're scams actually they're like I, I, my my son's been bad. It's like a lot of PS5 ads, um, not that I'm looking for one, but they just come up a lot because they're listed as free. And they'll be like, my son's been naughty ever since we bought him a PS5. Uh, he's not been doing his schoolwork. And so I'm going to give it away for free to someone in need. And um, and I message them because I'm curious because I, I want to know how this scam works. And basically all that happens is that you message them and uh, they're like, oh, uh, actually, we don't live, you know, within 30 mile radius of you anymore. So we're going to I called FedEx and they said uh, it'll cost sixty nine dollars to ship the PS5 to you. Um, you don't have to pay for the PS5. I just need the money for the it's it's you know, it's pretty obvious what, what's going on there. Uh, what's funny is that I tried haggling with the guy about the shipping fees. I, I said, hey, uh. I really can't afford anything. Can you, can I just get the, can I send you 20 and, and maybe like once I get paid, I'll send you the rest. And he's like, yeah, 20 is fine. I was like, all right, well, can I just pay you the full, you know, anyway, you, you get what I'm saying. I'm trying, I was just trying to haggle with scammers because I know they just want whatever. Anything is because there's no skin off their back. It's just their time wasted, uh, which is a fun thing to do is to waste scammers time. Uh, and I get that because I'm a scammer myself. And when I get my time wasted, it, it is annoying, but I know it's funny to someone. I know someone gets some satisfaction out of it, so it kind of gives me some weird satisfaction indirectly. Anyway, this guy wasn't a scammer. The guy I bought this laptop from, he, uh, <laughs> he, he, very, he specified, uh, hey, uh, I'm not going to... Uh, I won't be able to meet you until like 11 o'clock at night because my girlfriend has the car um, at work. And my, my first thought is, okay, well, this guy's a cuck. This guy is certainly getting cucked by his girlfriend. His girlfriend has the car. You know, maybe, maybe they're just a really woke couple. Maybe they're just really like environmentally conscious. They only share one car and that's fine. And maybe he works from home. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe there's a situation that they they can somehow still be normal people, but uh, I didn't think that was the case. And uh, he also specified, oh, I don't I, I don't know if you know this, but where you are is like eight hours away. Like my girl, my girlfriend just told me you're eight hours away from where we live. I was like, are you talking about the same place? I sent them a Google Maps thing that was like, oh yeah, we're only an hour away. I'm willing to drive that for you know a six hundred dollar discount on a on a basically new laptop. And uh, and he got mad because he's autistic. <laughs> he because he because I guess I insulted his girlfriend. He admitted that his girlfriend was wrong, but then was mad that his girlfriend was wrong. That I that I acknowledged that his girlfriend was wrong or something. I don't know. But the point is, is that he got to a point where he just stopped responding. And this was from like my main like I I re I like re activated my Facebook just for the sake of buying con uh, buying stuff from from retards 
on Marketplace and uh, and he stopped messaging me. And I was like, what the fuck? I wasn't being mean. I was just being like, hey, like I would like this, please. Can you can we meet up? I don't care about your girlfriend being a fucking idiot. That's not a big deal to me. Most girls are fucking idiots. <laughs> like I didn't say that. You know what I mean? Like I just I was I just wanted the laptop. I was willing to just kiss ass. And he wasn't having it. He was he was insulted. I had insulted his honor of his queen. And um, so I, I went to my burner account, which I made for uh, I made in high school, which is uh, you can add it if you want. But uh, it's just Pookie. <laughs> it's for a teddy bear. I made a Facebook page for my teddy bear. And it had to, it has two friends, all right, and uh, and I and I messaged him on that account, and just had a, an even dumber conversation. I just I, I spoke like I, I kind of leveled with him, and just typed like the way my dad would type, you know, the kind of way that like people uh, like they don't really that they just like don't think about you know anything. They just kind of like look at something and say, "I want that." give me that, you know, that's like, and I'm a very methodical buyer on Facebook. And maybe that's how people want their interactions or transactions to go. They don't want the fluff, but, uh, you know, in this case, it worked out better to, to, to think and talk like my dad, who just is like monkey brained and says, I want it. Here's money. I go now, which maybe is a lesson for me. You know, maybe I'm retarded, but the point of this story is that I go, I meet him in a parking lot at 11 o'clock at night. I'm like, this is a fucking scam. Like, this is like, what is, what is all this rigam, rigmarole? And, um, and yeah, and it was real. And the guy looked exactly like I thought he would. It was literally a, a, a balding uh, man with glasses, with thick glasses, bad acne, neck beard, Surprisingly, not that fat. Surprisingly, actually pretty skinny. And uh, wearing, I believe it was a Zelda t-shirt, a brown and green graphic tee, and uh, cargo shorts. And, and like, I don't know, some, like, Nike, like, running sneakers or something. You know, like, like Asics, you know, like from running like cross country in high school. They've been wearing the same cross country shoes as I don't know if they were, they didn't run cross country. But, and then, and then in the driver's seat actually was, was the ham beast that was his girlfriend. Um, and I'm not saying this is shocking. This is not like, I just, I just hated, I just hated how on the nose and how predictable this dynamic was just based off of a Facebook marketplace description and an inter and, a, and, a, and a, a message exchange was this guy's cucked out from his fat wife. And this is some weird dynamic where he, it's some kind of weird feeder relationship. It feels like everywhere here in the South, it's, it's like a tale as old as time to have a, a guy that looks like a twig and a, and a humongous ham beast, 500 pound, wife, girlfriend, uh, whatever it may be. And, and you know, there, there's all, there's also, you know, like gay relationships with the same dynamic, but, uh, certainly there's something to be said about the overwhelming majority of couples who are a twig, uh, man and ham beast girl. And, um, 
God, did this laptop smell? <laughs> and more and boy does that laptop fucking smell, dude. That I never thought technology could smell that bad, but God does uh she must have shit on it or something. I don't know. She must have wiped her ass with it. Or, like, I just imagine just, like, Cheeto dust on the fingers. And it's like, a, it's like a white laptop, too. And somehow it's not stained. But it just smells disgusting. Like, it, it smells like... It, it doesn't. It's not even like someone forgot to wipe. It's like someone never learned to wipe. Someone learned... Someone never told them that they had to wipe their ass. They thought they could just let it get caked up and sweaty and then hopefully you know when they shower some water will run down the crack and like rinse it out a little bit and that just and that builds up over time okay they, no one ever taught them to clean their ass no one taught them to wipe their ass properly regularly that it was a necessity and they kind of just went their, through their life until like high school doing that that is kind of what this laptop smells like and that is the what I am paying for with the huge discount uh, it works great. I'm editing videos now, but God, uh, fuck those people so hard. I also bought this camera. Luckily, not from the same kind of situation. I bought. I finally upgraded my camera because I'm committed to the bit. And uh, as stated in the last video, I wanted. I need more cameras on me. Even though I'm right now, I have them all set up at pretty much the same angle. Which is kind of funny. Uh, anyway, here's the rest of the house tour. Um, wood. Lots of wood here. This is actually a really nice piece. I would I would like to have this. Um, bathroom. I don't know if you know this. I really like wasting. Uh, platforms bandwidth i love i love just uploading just like wastes of, of space and memory which i know it's not that much i know memory is cheap nowadays especially if you have your own server you know you can just you know i know x videos it's kind of negligible you know you can you can you can upload uh really what i should do is i should start uploading uh 50 gigabyte versions of all my videos um because that's the the limit even though the the time limit on a on a video is about two hours. Uh, I guess some people, if their quality is high enough, that equates to uh, fucking 50 gigabytes, which makes no sense. I keep mine at about five, but that's only for my own storage purposes. But I think it would it's about time I just start, um, you know, wasting their space like I was doing with YouTube. YouTube is easy to do. You can upload like 10 hour videos and I don't think, I don't think they have a, maybe they had a limit, but I feel like it would be less than fucking 50 gigabytes. It like doesn't make sense what, what 50 gigabyte video, unless it's like VR, like I don't know what resolution, like an 8K video. It doesn't make sense. All right, here's the bedroom. I actually really like the bedroom. It feels haunted a little bit. It's a little haunted bedroom. And more stars, uh, and lots of these paintings I noticed. There's lots of uh, women paintings and uh, photographs that feel a little, uh, a little rapey. You know, almost feels like photographer 
took advantage um, of the subjects. Feels like one of those, one of those kind of sketchy guys. Anyway, they're all around the house. Here's all my jizz rags. I've been jizzing a lot lately. It's been jizzing up a storm. Once again, here's the, uh... wow, look at those beasts. <laughs> God. Look at all the, t you can't see their twig husbands, but they're on the, if you look closely behind those fat beasts, you can see their husbands just uh, begging for food. Wouldn't it be funny if they saw me fucking just recording from the second story? Man, I should get my Glock, my fake Glock and point it out the window. Um, <laughs> hello. All right. There's not much action happening here. This bed is hilarious though, because it um, it's a really nice mattress. It's really thick. It's really thick mattress. It's really actually one of the most comfortable beds I've ever slept in, but it has this like Tempur-Pedic uh, pad underneath it. And it like has a massage feature, which it would be cool. It's just like really loud. And you can't really feel it though, when you're on the bed. Like you certainly feel that there's something wrong but on the max setting it just um it's just weird and then obviously you can do the you can raise the head and all that <laughs> i like that it pauses the massage temporarily okay anyway just an added bonus in case you decide to come here in case you want to stay where i've stayed here in uh, Chattanooga, you can certainly book this uh, Airbnb. Um, not much to say, and this was like a scene from Harry, when Harry met Sally, great movie to watch with a bitch. Great movie to watch with bitches. You wanna get laid. Here's the spooky kitchen. I'm developing a, a coffee addiction slightly, a little bit, a little bit dependent on it lately. Exposed brick. Come on, you know what it is. You already know. You already know you need that exposed brick vibe. Fucking more windows to look at people. More of these lanterns to fucking feel. Like you're uh, in Harry Potter or something. Or, I don't know if you want to feel witchy. Wood. Not much. More rocks. I don't know, this, this is someone's dream. It's certainly someone's dream to be here. You know, this is someone's vision. You know, whoever owns this place. It's certainly their vision. <clears throat> Lux, I swear to God. If you don't shut up. While I'm making my cool podcast. Hmm. I know y'all want the fridge. I know that's what y'all come here for. Is this even made for scissors? I don't, how is this in here? How is that in there? That wasn't in, how is that in there? Oh, here we go. I know y'all want the fridge. Let's see what's, what's popping. What, what, look at what? Wicked what? That ice cream was in here when I got here. Wicked what? Oh, freezer burnt vanilla. Wicked what? Look at all that fucking. Oh, wicked what? 
Fucking ice. Fucking ice style. Fucking ice style. We got fucking pasta. We got bean. We got uh, impulse buy coconut cream pie. Just cause, just cause I'm using up my food stamps. Just so you know, they are cutting snap benefits. So I think that's pretty interesting. That's pretty cool. This is the last time my fridge will be full now that they're uh, cutting the snap benefits. Not that I ever needed them in the first place, but um, I will certainly miss them. Um, and also uh, now we have to pay our student loans, which I was banking on not paying. I probably won't pay them anyway. I probably honestly will not pay my student loans because like, I, do I need good credit still anymore? I've had good credit for most of my adult life now. I've had excellent credit for my age. And now I just, uh, I don't think I need it anymore. If I decided to just keep like traveling and running around on the road and seeing what happens, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you fuck, you fuck me, around, you, you fuck me. You feel me, dog? Can I please get some pee pee on my Big Mac? Some pee pee on my Big Mac? Some pee pee on my Big Mac? Okay, well, anyway, I'm gonna go for the full two hours here. I'm gonna, um, there's not a whole lot to, to be said. I just want some pee pee on my Big Mac. Can I please get some pee pee on my Big Mac? That's fucking annoying. That's good. Not you, Lux. <laughs> okay, this is where the real episode begins. This is where the real the real business starts. I talk real shit now. Now that we got the, the silly goofy stuff <coughs> out of the way, now we can talk business. Okay? Now we can talk shop, which is really what this is about. This is really talking about g gay, the gay shit. Okay? What it means to be gay in America, what it means to be gay in any country. You might not be aware. You might not know. Someone, uh, someone might not have ever told you. Um, sadly. 
Lux? <sighs> I swear to God, Lux. If this is going to be an ongoing problem, I might have to chop you up into little tiny pieces and little pee and put you on my Big Mac. Might have to chop you into little pieces and put you on my Big Mac. Put you on my Big Mac. Put you on my Big Mac. Put you in pieces. Put you on my Big Mac. And put the cat on my Big Mac. Little pee on my Big Mac. On my Big Mac. Okay, so Okay, so where was I? So who I don't know what it what would it take hypothetically hypothetically what would it take for someone to um to be able to dox uh any of the X videos team. It doesn't actually even matter who. The point I want is to, I just want to send a message um, that I'm serious uh, and that I expect to be taken seriously despite the disclaimers at the beginning of uh, my videos and this video. I want to communicate that somehow I am serious about uh, uh, conspiring and plotting the uh, murder or at least some kind of serious physical harm, even emotional harm or whatever, psychological damage, whatever we can get, okay, whatever we can get going and um, let's make that, let's do that to someone on X videos team, just blow their brains out whatever, buy a gun, a bomb. If they have pets, maybe we can we can string up their pets. If they have dogs, we can feed them chocolate. If they have cats like Lux, um, we can chop them up in little peepees and put them on my Big Mac. Can I please get that pee-pee on my Big Mac? On my Big Mac? What do you What do you guys think about the... Is the, is the uh, audio quality good now? Do you guys like that now I have... Uh, I talk into this thing that kind of shaped like a dick. So you can just imagine I'm talking to your dick like a microphone. Do you guys like that? Do you faggots like that? I do. I think that's that'll be really good. I think you guys deserve that. I think you guys will really like that and enjoy that. (sighs) (laughs) 
I promise I actually take care of Lux. I know uh, me being violently threatening to her, is, it's all for show. It's all just to make it seem like I'm a cool guy. <laughs> I just want you... I just want you guys to think I'm really cool and funny, so I threaten to kill my cat when I'm on camera. When I put the cameras on myself and record myself and edit it and upload it, I want you guys to think I'm cool. That's why I do that. I do this all to be cool. Let me see what's in my notes here. If anybody can please put me in touch with someone who can track down X videos moderators and kill them for me, please let me know ASAP. Uh, I think we think we touched on that already. I might come back to that later. I, I feel like there's a little bit more to, to be said, but um, for now, it's you kind of get the point. Um, you know, there's not much we can do until I until I uh, get in touch with someone who can who can make that happen. So. It's hard. I think it, it would be. I think hard for me to kind of navigate that sphere because, like, I'm not. You know, I I I'm pretty squeaky clean. Believe it or not, I don't. I don't really delve into uh, into the uh, the dark the the dark web as they call it. I don't really. Uh, I don't. I don't fuck around too much. Okay, because I respect the law and I respect uh, authority and I respect. You know, just society as a whole, I think it's important to abide by the rules that uh, we together have uh, decided on. We've all made a conscious decision and contributed to uh, the current systems and laws that we uh, operate under and will continue to operate under and enforce uh, on each other. Okay, I think that's important to continue to police each other because uh, if we don't then who will um been watching a lot of um fucking adam curtis uh documentaries adam curtis if you've ever seen uh hyper hyper normalization i think he, he dropped that in 2016 and i watched that once and um back back in the day and I, at that time you know in 2016 i wasn't i wasn't even woke brother i was i mean i, I was woke but only by association of being in a public four-year university as an as an undergraduate um you know, and, and, and dating a girl who, you know, subscribed to your typical, like, liberal campus politics. Um, and I, you know, I don't know. I'm not saying it was wrong at the time. Like, I think certainly that is what that environment's for, and that's somehow where it creates balance for a lot of people who who grew up in very uh, conservative parts of, this is back in Pennsylvania. So, you know, pretty much everything outside of the universities is, uh, you know, pretty, pretty conservative, pretty libertarian, which is fine. I just, I'm not saying one side or, you know, way of thinking is better or worse than the other. I, I'm just a big proponent of, you know, having some balance at some point in your life where you are exposed at least to these ideas and I think for a lot of people coming from 
you know, anywhere in the state or around the country, you know, you, being in a hyper left, uh, you know, almost almost detrimentally like liberal environment is uh, it can be eye opening. I mean, it like it it definitely shifted me in some ways because I wanted to get pussy in college, and so you kind of learn to, um, you know, uh, believe in women's rights and stuff when you're in college because that's what you got to do. Uh, to get pussy and you know you just kind of sometimes you fake it too long and you're kind of like oh, I guess women uh, do, do do have rights um, and it's it's weird to think because I, I haven't stayed in contact with people from college and I, I like to think those people have flip flopped as well um, I think a lot of those people have flipped if they didn't move to like a city or even if they did move to a city, it's it's all like it's all, you know, transient. You know, it just depends like what what's going on in your life, what major events have impacted you. You know, you're liberal until you know you get you, until you get mugged in Philly, you know, and then you're kind of a little more conservative, and then you're a little more Blue Lives Matter again because the cops, you know, actually actually helped you and you got mugged because you're white, you know, and um, you certainly didn't get mugged by a white guy in in, uh, in Philly. And not to say you couldn't, it's just, you know, most likely you wasn't. Nothing wrong with that. Um, that's that's just a reflection of who needs money the most right now. That's not me saying uh, black people are like thugs necessarily. It's They're functioning out of necessity, which I certainly would steal too. I certainly would steal a mug if I had the balls to even do it. You know, if my brain was shaped a certain way, I would certainly I would certainly mug people too. If my head was a little underdeveloped, I would also <laughs> All right. Uh Yeah, and then you know you're, um, or maybe you're like liberal, and then you want to say start a business. You know, you start you want to start your own business, and you want to pay perhaps less taxes, or perhaps have less uh, restrictions on your on what you can do in general with your life, and then you kind of shift a little more libertarian and. Um, you know, again, I, I, these are all, like all trite examples, but you know, um, I think a lot of people since college have gone through significant changes. I, you know, everyone knows that college is kind of bullshit. Everyone knows universities bullshit. You know, we all paid too much money for it, depending on what you ended up doing. But nonetheless, you probably paid too much, no matter what you studied. Um, it is all you know, it's all upselling for any institution. And a lot of that money is, um, it come, it ends up coming from GI bills. It comes from, you know, it comes from military spending. It's, it's kind of part of the military budget is a lot of our school system. And the problem with that, the main problem with that is, is that you can use that GI bill. You can use, that free, that free education that you earn uh, from serving the military in whatever capacity, um, 
you can use that at any school. You can use that in any school you want. And it doesn't even, I mean, it's assumed that like any university that still exists is like, you know, accredited and is like a, a valid and viable like use of money, right? We don't put like a, you know, we, we like to say like education is, uh, it's like invaluable, you know, there's no, you can't put a, a price on that, on knowledge. And while that's true, uh, people certainly do put a price on on that knowledge. They they put a, an exorbitant price on on that knowledge that you know theoretically we like to would like to believe is uh, should be accessible to anyone. Um, but we decide to continue paying for it because there's only one way to prove that you know the knowledge apparently, and that's a, through a degree. Um, apparently, there's no other way to show an employer or something that you at least, you know, are aware of certain things and at one point understood them and probably don't understand them anymore four years later. But um, this isn't like a rant about school or like college. Like we, I, I think most Americans know how like <laughs> fucking shitty it is and I, I hope less people uh, continue, I hope less people go to school Oh, the point, the point I was trying to make really was more so about, it was more, the point was more so about military spending on education because I see a lot of like infographics about, and this isn't, this isn't new. Again, this is not, nothing I say is profound or like new or novel. It's just what I think about constantly is uh, all these infographics that I like to point out that like, you know, okay, we're increasing military spending in the U.S., we're decreasing social services, we're decreasing education, we're decreasing you know, pretty much everything else that isn't like directly defense or somehow like defense adjacent, like, you know, uh, veterans benefits and uh, and police force and, and, and that sort of thing. I'm not saying police is necessarily the same. I think that's more of a necessary budget um, than, than increased like defense. The thing with like the defense spending is that it just seems like a reflection of like, you know, it's always this idea that we're ramping up for, uh, for some kind of conflict. Um, I don't know what else, you know, historically that's what, why we continue to invest more money in, in defense is because we either sense that something's going to happen or we want to show people that we are ready to fight or that we are ready to have conflict. We are ready to do something. And I think that's the part people are missing, or at least that's the part that it's not that they're missing. It's that it's just that they're not being told that. Uh, and that's like the big, uh, the lapse in communication is that, and that's like with everything in, in politics and like in the government, it's just like, you know, they're, they're operating under this set of, uh, not even like guidelines, but they're, you know, they're working with a, a larger subset of like specialized information and they're under the influence of so many other things that we don't get exposed to that we are not fed and that we are not allowed to see. So certainly I'm not going to speak to any particular person, you know, in us politics. I think everyone is at some point, in the dark about something that they, you know, they, no one knows everything. And that's kind of, I think on purpose is that no one should know everything, but that also creates an environment where people have to trust like that, whoever they're 
advisors are know best um, and can make the appropriate decisions on their behalf and blah, 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 blah. So I, you know, I like to think that if we are ramping up for war with China or if we're ramping up to at least showing more force than, you know, so be it. I trust that that's what's necessary. And I trust that that's what's always been necessary and we're just kind of doomed to continue that cycle. Not a big deal. But, um, yeah, no one's going to school. You know, everyone's realizing school is bullshit. Everyone's realizing that uh, even the military, enlisting in the military has also become pretty bullshit. If there's someone that's still like really gung-ho about you know, just being in the army at a young age, they are probably the most retarded of the retarded. Now, I used to, I used to want to be in the military. I think when I was young, like I definitely, you know, I, I kind of they 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 sell it really well. You know, like there are people paid, and obviously part of that defense budget is it goes into their marketing and their recruitment. They they obviously have crazy amount of resources to to spend on recruitment as well because that's what makes the army is ends up being the people right is how many people you can get in there um obviously a lot of that's been replaced by technology at least in terms of like how we actually conduct war um on a larger scale but like on an individual level yeah you need you still need some you need heads you need heads and hands to fill the gaps and um, it really should be only people who are like fresh out of high school who who really have nothing else going on and that's kind of always who we I think the military is proud on and has had the most success with is getting them early kind of getting them conditioned and thinking about the military early on and for me that was the case too is just I remember I mean I didn't have like military family myself but certainly adjacent to a military family that i hung out with a lot and yeah i don't know they just kind of they kind of introduced that 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 way of thinking pretty early on um that that was just the path that you were to take was to serve your country at some point and i saw some i saw nothing wrong with that and then when i wanted to drop out of high school i was like that's i guess that's my option that is that is what that's there for the military is there for when you give up um, it should not be a goal. I, I think uh, military should certainly be an option for you out of desperation. It should certainly be when you are at your wit's end, when you have no other choice but to either turn to like a life of crime and then go to jail and then be taken care of in prison or to sell your soul to the military and then live a sort of vaguely free life term prison of being a veteran. I don't know. I don't know what's worse. Um, and I'm not saying those are the only options. You certainly have more freedom to do more than those two things. Um, but I think for the majority of people who find themselves at, at a, at a, at a crossroads like that, um, those are two options that 
have been kind of promoted or at least like they're they're very they've been exposed to it for their whole lives they've known people in the military they've known people who've turned to to crime whatever crime it may be i don't know whether they know people they've watched the movies they have this idea like that's a, that is a way to to live that is a, a way you can go later on if if things if your boring life doesn't work out if your normal job if your normal uh family and career and hobbies don't really do it for you anymore you can still do that uh given you're not i forget what the max age now is for enlistment but uh 35 is that does that sound right maybe that's for cops i don't know i know the fbi is like i think the fbi is like 35 so yeah, and that's the thing is, you know, you have a you have a career after the military too. Definitely you can uh immediately be an FBI agent. Uh you're like a shoe in because you're already like extremely conditioned for whatever that may look like, you know. It's a pro- probably a lesser conditioning even than the military. Um and I, I honestly even for me, I think I, I still find myself thinking I'm probably projecting a lot because I because that's how I feel that's that's how I look at it and that's how I feel about like my options currently is that I could still I could still enlist I could still sell my soul and just sell the rest of my life away Like on like on paper, yeah, you're only serving however many years, but I think it really changes like your you as a person entirely, and you, you kind of always are. That is your mentality for the rest of your life. I think it breaks people, depending on what branch, of course, too, and how much you let it really like get to you. But knowing me, uh, God, I don't know. I probably wouldn't get in. Actually, <laughs> I don't think I'd pass. They might be desperate enough now. I don't know. They might they might let people slip through the cracks more now. Just because no one wants to fucking do that. Uh, the point of all of this is that people think they're going to go in the military so that they can pay for school, which is already a really sad reality for a lot of people. It's the idea that you have to uh, you know, die, potentially die, to uh, get an education. Um, to get an education that you think you need to be to get an education that people will tell you that you need uh, you will potentially risk your life to get the education that you're not even sure that you want or need that is uh, that's what it was for a while and I, I luckily I don't think People, I think people see the bigger picture. I think young people, people in high school and in college, or at least college age, can see through that pretty immediately. Um, unfortunately, that kind of, it's a little discouraging because I think for a long time that was what, that's always, that was kind of like a nice backup option, even if you weren't a never, you were never really that serious about doing it you know it was like out of the question for you it's like kind of a nice peace of mind i think to have that 
kind of the way like you can look at suicide as like a nice backup option is like you know if like things don't work out like well i can just die um and that i still think that way and it's actually provides an immense amount of comfort to me um still is that you know you don't have to stay here you don't have to be here you can die um it's not that i want to it's just you know it's like a nice it's a nice comfort and uh no one can technically no one can take that away from you unless you're like locked up in a you're locked up in an asylum or whatever that's the what i hate about psych hospitals the most is that it now you're limited in, in killing yourself which is the point of it that's the point of it is that you uh now cannot kill yourself but um that is the one i one of the few places where you're like okay well now i now i now i'm miserable because now i can't kill myself but i'm happiest when i have that uh when there's like potential to to just die when you have the options when you have the freedom uh at least you have the illusion of freedom that's that's where your your sweet spot is so right now i have uh, an immense illusion of freedom uh i'm disillusioned with many many things in my life with many structures and things that uh and beliefs that I had and invested in um and it's a good place to be but very very uh I don't know it's it's a it's a everyone's in a transition period but I don't know where to to go with it I keep digressing. The, the point is that uh, 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 no one is enforcing, uh, no one's checking really how good these schools are. No one's checking how good everything that's like privatized, you know, from, from, from kindergarten, from preschool, all the way through like doctorate degrees, the whole way through all of education. You can privatize, the whole thing can be privatized it it isn't yet but that's what i think most higher learning wants to do and i think that's what they want to do at the lower levels too is that you you privatize everything you have more control over everything you have more control over the curriculum that's taught it's not standardized it doesn't have to meet this criteria and clearly there's a problem with a lot of the public schooling too in terms of like how they get their funding because you know it's just kind of like a it got, it's it's backwards. It's contradictory because you get less funding if you have a shittier school and your school only gets shittier until it's closed, until it can't even uh, pass any sort of rudiment, rudimentary criteria to like function as a school. Uh, and then uh, you either decide to like privatize somehow. If you, if, you, if you get a lot of funding in a rich area, then you privatize your school. And I'm talking about like, you know, like, elementary schools middle schools high schools and then once you get to the collegiate level you you know you can either subscribe to like your state's like public school in pennsylvania it's like the pashi or whatever and like the school i went to when i was going there they were um they were trying to privatize they were trying to leave the like pennsylvania public whatever sphere and they were trying to be like a um, like a Drexel or like a like a UPenn or or whatever, and and they could do that because they were like the largest uh, 
I think they're the largest public institution or university in that system at that time in terms of like just student population. And, um, and that will, I think will, it didn't pass. They didn't, they weren't successful. I don't know what, who's controlling that necessarily, but, uh, I think there'll be lots of pushes for privatized schooling. And it has been. It's been an ongoing thing. But it's, it's going to ramp up a lot, I think, in the next couple decades to a point where it's like that is that is the norm. And I think a lot of kids and parents are already like, they're kind of conditioned to want to move towards privatized, you know, kind of super controlled environments. Um, and it's not just a school shooting thing. It's not just a safety thing, but it's like, uh, what do you actually want your, what can your kids possibly learn from school at this point? What can teachers do? Uh, what is the quality of a, of a teacher? Can you trust teachers? No, you like, they're just as human as everyone else. It's, there's a lack of trust in anything in any system. And I think, you know, that's bad for society currently, but I think that's good for at least opening uh, people's minds to alternatives. And I, I don't think any, anyone's found the right alternative yet. I don't, I don't think homeschooling is the right way to go. I don't think privatizing all the schools is the right way to go. Um, but I think once enough people all make that switch, I think hopefully some people will realize that that's not the right answer. There'll be enough people that are are pushed into a corner where they have to say, well, what is the right way? Um, and I, I guess we just don't know what that is yet. I don't know. I don't know what it is yet. Um, I'm not even in education, but I think that's something I marvel at is that it's somehow still held together. It That it's still even like paid for that's like somehow we still invest money in it I, I it almost feels like uh you think they would just pull the rug out from under you and just uh well i think we're heading there i think we're heading there the point the point really the the main point i was trying to get to is just that you know all the institutions that gi bill pays for all the all the the defense spending that goes towards paying for veteran benefits those places do not meet real educational, like the lowest standards or criteria. Because one example that I just personally know is is the massage school I went to, the massage school, the acupuncture school, the aromatherapy. Like, you know, these programs are 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 complete bullshit. And I I get that theoretically. It doesn't matter like what they're learning or what the what the government's paying for you to learn like a trade or an idea or a skill, but that's with the assumption that you can do something with that and then make a career out of it, and that you that you're going to make a career out of it and make money off of it and support yourself off of it. That is what that money is supposed to be, and. I'm not saying all veterans don't. I'm certainly there are a lot of people that probably go to nursing school or like they they do they do something practical with it, but just like everything else in education and higher education is, most of it's impractical. Most of it is a waste. The problem is that it's not coming now out of uh, it's not private money anymore. It's not private uh, 
uh, debt, you know, that people, you know, foolishly accrued because they were told that they needed to go to school when they were 18. Um, and their parents want their kids to go to school because it looks good and that's what they're supposed to do. And so we save, we save money for your whole life so that you can go to a four-year school and then still come out like 30K in debt. That's not, that's not even what I'm talking about. Because that money, that money you're getting from the bank or you're, sometimes you're getting it from the government. You are getting it from the government. It is, it is this weird, like, no, no, none of this money that the government is paying is going to, for the most part, going to a valid, worthwhile institution. They don't have to meet any standards. These schools pay... These schools pay a lot of money to not have to meet these standards. Part of being private is you have to is you have a much lower threshold for what's acceptable in terms of quality of education and what you actually offer. Certainly you can do whatever you want with any degree and you know you can find your own you make your own value out of it if it's not like a hard skill or a trade like nursing or engineering or whatever it may be. Um if it's if it's this is not new and i just i i don't know why i feel the need to like hash this out but I, it's i think it's because i i see i see it moving p potentially in the right direction i think i'm kind of happy about it I, i'm happy that i'm not happy that that high schoolers and college age kids don't want to go to college anymore i'm not I'm not saying that's like great. I'm not saying it's great that people don't want to further their education in that in the traditional sense because um that that will make a dumber society to some degree as well. Uh but they're at least somewhat smarter in the sense that they don't uh that they can see the bigger picture and I, I don't know what that what that translates to though like as a in practicality as like a, like as a society what does that mean for the next generation to how do they contribute if it's not through something they can do with like some higher education because uh, we certainly can't all work McDonald's and Starbucks because nobody and they don't we don't want to do that either no one should I mean if anyone should it's you should do it when you're 18 through maybe 25 and hopefully move on from being a barista or whatever. Um, if those like non-specialized jobs are all that's left, I have a really, a really closed mind to like all the options. I don't have a full understanding of the breadth of what, what really happens, but, um, my point is that, if we're going to keep subsidizing education, I think that's why we don't believe in, in like paying for higher education. That's why, as a country, it seems, uh, despite what a lot of left, loud liberals will say, is like, oh, it should be free. The reason it's not free is because we can't and we're at a point where we cannot enforce 
the kind of rules and restrictions that would be necessary for free education to be a viable option because there are so many private and public institutions that would fail across the board if we were to all say, okay, well, you anyone can go to any school because they all meet this baseline criteria. I think a lot of them wouldn't. And we would hold them to that standard because they're now they're all taxpayer money. What we don't realize is that all that taxpayer money is just going to shitty schools as it is. But from a government standpoint, from someone who manages the future of you know all education, uh, you wouldn't want to shut down all those institutions because that would collapse something. The same way we keep the shitty banks operating is because without them, things would collapse theoretically. Uh, same thing with higher education, and I think education as a whole is that if you really start to pr- like, you know, everything needs to meet this standard. All the public schools that are failing, and all those students that are getting shifted away from public institutions to, pri- to private, you're just going to keep having this. Uh, it's just going to collapse. It's going to collapse. So all these shitty schools will continue to exist. All the acupuncture schools and massage therapy schools that teach the most. It's not even just that. That's just me personally. That's just my personal. I know there's a lot of shittier schools in, in any field, uh, but that's one of those schools where it's pretty easy to be like, "This is this is bullshit. This is you know, this is really truly uh, schools of." Um, I'm not saying philosophy as a whole is bad. I think it's important to like have people that continue to study and grow uh, in the in that field. I'm thinking of um, what is it? Metaphysics. Metaphysics. And I, I apparently that falls under philosophy to some degree. But like, you know, like the niche branches, I think of my teacher who is like has like a master's degree in like metaphysics. And I and I always wanted to ask him like, what did you pay for that degree? Can I ask what you what did you invest in in, in this degree in metaphysics? And was it uh, privately funded or uh, was did you get a loan privately or was it a Pell Grant? To, to get a degree in metaphysics, I want to know. I'm really curious because I think those are handed out to just about anyone the same way, you know, loan like loans were handed out to anyone who wanted a house, you know, in 2007. It is, uh, it's the same kind of predatory loan uh, scheme that happened within housing and is probably going to happen to housing again uh, happens, I think, within the school system. The problem is that uh, the difference is that school is like it's every, it applies to everyone. Um, while the housing crash obviously affects everyone, it didn't necessarily implicate everyone because not everyone was buying houses. Not everyone was trying to be a homeowner at that point. But education across the board affects everyone, affects all ages. Um, but somehow there's no like major, it's, it's because we're not working in the same sphere, but the way education is subsidized, I think, um, I don't know if it looks like an education crash the same way there's the housing market crash. I think if there could be, because I feel like the education crash would look so different. It would look. It, it wouldn't feel like. 
you know, because because we still look at educators as being like good people. We still look at like educational institutions as being like goodwill. You know, they're they're trying to do good. Same way with like healthcare, it's hard to it's hard to fault some aspects of healthcare because you look at it and say, well, there's still someone there who wants to be like a nurse or someone who still wants to be a doctor, and like you think, well, those are good people, uh, and they're not. They're not. They're not just good people just because they do a job. They do the job because they get paid. Now, is it to say there's no good people? No. There are certainly good people who do that job. But it's not fair to assume that anyone who serves that system is a good person because I I think a lot of them aren't. Uh, And you can say that about anything. You can say that about any field. But I think healthcare and education are two that because they're, they're, they're a necessity and because of the people that are involved, only it's only ever sold and projected as helping people as helping society as moving society forward or maintaining society so that they can be successful and do good things outside you know that is that is what makes it so hard to critique anyone who continues to serve those systems um and it's not to say that they have individual power to to change those systems that they serve I think the only way to change those systems is is if they either quit, they get enough people to quit. And that's shown to not exactly be super effective because, and I don't know, I don't know how many nurses and doctors would have to quit to make that a viable, uh, to, to make someone listen, you know, to, to, to change. Sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself, but I, I don't see major differences between what would be necessary to change education and also change healthcare. Um, and it, it really just requires enough people quitting and breaking that system down to the point where it doesn't function and then building back up. What does it look like when we build back up? Don't know. Don't know. Uh, that's the problem is that that's where we get stuck with a lot of things is we don't know what it looks like. But I feel like once you fucking go, once you get there, you'll, you have to figure it out. Once you break the system, you are forced to make it work. And it's not to say that it's not possible that you would just recreate the same system. Okay. But maybe slightly different, but ultimately still the same. Maybe that's Okay. Maybe that's what you need. Maybe that's the only way any change will happen is if you break it down so hard and you realize, well, maybe that was fine, but something fundamentally will be changed about it. And if if anything, it'll be this idea that you can break it down, that it can be broken, and that it can be broken again once you figure out how you want it to be, once you know what it can be, what where you want to go with it. I think that's all you need is just this idea that it can be broken. Uh, and we just haven't done that yet. I think I think we need to break healthcare. We need to break education down to its like most basic level. Get you know it'll suck. It'll suck for a while, and I think people will suffer because of it. And that's I think that's necessary. I think the suffering is is necessary for the change. And uh, that's all change has ever been is is kind of human suffering for the benefit of some future generation or whatever, or maybe a current generation, hopefully, ideally. But do I expect that change in my time, in my lifetime? No. And would that change even benefit me directly? No, probably not. It's the idea that I have to live with this reality that nothing's going to change is what 
is upsetting. And so uh, I would, you know, instead of wasting my time being mad about it, being upset by it, you know, you kind of just kind of, you kind of ignore it and just kind of admit like uh, it's too complicated for me. You know, there's too many systems at play for me to like make an impact, for me to make a change. Uh, that's retarded. It's uh, it's retarded. I mean, I, it's not that I'm making this huge impact by having a shitty podcast that two people listen to that probably aren't even in America, um, but maybe in countries that are even more like vaguely oppressed in some way that they don't fully understand. Um, you know, if that changes the way you think about, you know, the systems that control you or whatever, uh, then, you know, great. Great. Um, I don't know, you know, if you get 20 nurses or if you get 20% of healthcare staff across the board to quit, 30%, that's not, I don't know, like, you get enough people to quit and say, hey, we don't want to work for a, like an insur like private health insurance companies anymore. Educators quit. Educators quit. I don't know if it would work. Because certainly it seems that people are willing to fill those gaps of, they fill the gap of a qualified educator. They're willing to fill that gap with just fucking anyone, which is, so I don't, I don't actually know how that one, I don't think quitting is what's going to make it work. You could, it almost seems like you could have the majority, you could have over 50% of your educators quit and they'll just be like, we'll just fill it in with, you know, the the uh who do they have who do they have a substitute teachers in fucking like arizona it was like the like the coast guard or something or they they had some kind of like reserve military reserve people fucking filling as substitute teachers i i, I don't see why that wouldn't that would just happen on a large scale and uh, if you that that's like a, a weird roundabout way and i know that irony has already been addressed is that we're spending so much on defense that we don't have enough to pay teachers. So ultimately we have people in the military serve as educators for the public. That is like, that is that problem coming full circle and reaching its head, which is, is retarded. And I, I don't know if that's still happening or if, where exactly that was happening. I don't know if it was, I don't think it was military. I feel like it was like, some kind of like local reserve or something, or maybe they had like firemen or like police officers be substitute teachers or something like that. But nonetheless, it's, it's not teachers being teachers. Uh, and it's someone who's being paid taxpayer money in another sector being filtered into, into education when really you should have just paid education in the first place. You should have just filtered that money to education. And now you're paying for it by having lackluster educators, but if that's intentional, then then that's brilliant. If that if that was by design and by plan, then that's brilliant. Then it's working perfectly because now you have full control over your educators as well, um, in a roundabout way. Um, I'm not a teacher. So I don't know what it's like. I I don't have I don't talk to teachers. I don't hang out with teachers, and I probably don't like teachers. I don't. I, you know, they're just people. They're just people that think that they 
they think that they want to help and they think that they can help and they think they have an idea of like the world that is valuable to pass on to another generation. Now you can you can argue that people like podcasters are are a form of a teacher. People who are like politicians are like a teacher in, in the same sense that they like think that they have <clears throat> that they're confident in their ideas and beliefs enough to um, you know record them to write them down to share them with the world. There's this degree of like. I have the right solution. I have the right idea about this and that and whatever and whatever. And I'm not, and I'm guilty of that too. Because certainly, if I wasn't, I wouldn't. Uh, you wouldn't be listening somehow to this at this very moment. All one, all two of you, um, you wouldn't be listening to this uh, one hour and thirty minutes into a a guy sitting on his shitty leather. Airbnb uh, chair. I don't know. If you have any nurses in your life, if you have any teachers in your life, um, if you have any military cops in your life, ask them if they would consider uh, quitting. Ask them if they would consider quitting with with the intent to change. If they would like to change the systems that they work for, if they are upset by the systems that they work for, would they consider quitting on a large scale? Could they ever foresee enough people quitting to to make the system break to make it shut down completely now i know there's like government shutdowns those are retarded and i know they're like that's kind of what i'm getting at but government shutdowns don't make sense and i don't think they they truly those will not make a change <laughs> those will not make an impact it seemingly um because they're not the same. It's not the same quality of like. Certainly we all have like. There's there's people who stop working within a factory. They stop working for one particular company. They stop working for one particular. You know. Region or area. Of, of whatever they serve. Whether it's one school district. You know. Or one. You know. Kellogg's factory. Or whatever. But how do you get how do you get all factory workers? How do you get factory workers across the country to all quit, to all picket, to all protest? How do you organize that? And it seems like it should be easier now, but I feel like you know, with the advent of technology and that's the idea of like people organizing huge uprisings via like Facebook. But the problem is that Facebook and and any other digital orga organizer is is hard because they they they're aware of people trying to organize on these things and they they're aware of people trying to change the systems that that stand 
and obviously they're not going to let that just continue on their own platforms. You know what I mean? Like it's not that Facebook is looking at like, you know, I mean, they certainly were. They're certainly, you know, it's not that like CIA and FBI agents can't make Facebook accounts and look at Facebook accounts and clearly and, and, and scan. They don't even have to look at them. They just have to, you know, they have someone, they have, they program something to just look for any growing organization of note. And then they just keep an eye on it and they make sure it doesn't get bigger than it needs to be. You know, they let you have your little faction. Same thing they do in, you know, like it's all not new. It's all like, it's all out in the open. We're all supposed to be aware that movements can be fake. Movements can be made by the systems that are in control. And then you might just be a part of it. You play into the game and you're part of that. The counterculture is part of the mainstream culture. It's, it's all by design. It's, you know, where do you feel, where can you feel like you're impacting anyone and that you have a platform that you can make a change uh, seemingly nowhere. And I think that's what, that's how you're supposed to feel. And that's, and that's not supposed to come from me um, because what does it mean to come from someone who's also stuck in that, that same system? Um, because certainly no, 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 nothing has been organized to be a podcast, I don't think. Has it? Let me know in the comments. I don't listen to many podcasts. I haven't heard of, uh, I personally haven't heard of something being organized via podcast. I don't know how that would work. Uh, I mean, the same way you would organize and say, hey, we're going to have a, pro uh, 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 a nonviolent protest via Twitter and you just put a date and a time uh, and you and you put it over a picture of a burning bank. Uh, that's a really good advertisement. I remember seeing that one and thinking, who the fuck organized this? Who who is who is promoting this? Who is organizing this? This is during BLM time. So obviously there was a lot of confusion about and that's, you know, you're not supposed to know who's organizing them. It's it's all a psyop, blah, blah, blah. You're not supposed to can you trust BLM? No, obviously we now we know we can't. I mean, at least not with money. Uh, <laughs> but you know, it's to say that any organization that you send money to, someone is maybe you know spending it on a on a nice five bedroom house. Not saying every good organization is BLM, but uh, or every bad organization or whatever cause you think you're supporting to help you feel better about yourself, that you are impacting something, that you're making some change on something that you think, you think you're convinced you have to believe in, that you are convinced is important and you're convinced that you are responsible for involving yourself, investing yourself in because uh, it was your own conscious decision and not something that someone else told you, that someone else that you don't even know is... Uh, is your friend or if you know that person personally, you just saw something on Twitter from a stranger that may or may not be influenced by someone who's may or may not be their friend or may or may not be an agent or of some sort. I don't know. Like I just, I don't, I don't really know. Uh, I, I, I think I'm, I'm so paranoid at this point about uh, everything. I'm so paranoid that a lot of things 
we cannot escape from any influence and that's that's not like (laughs) that's not new we are always a slave to to any to any outside influence to whatever we consume whatever we're exposed to but um i'm just paranoid that i just hate that i i'll, I'll never know how deep that goes I'll, i'm afraid that i'll never like none of us will ever know how much we've been manipulated ultimately and that's what's extremely upsetting to me and as i you know as i speak i feel like this is i'm i'm just kind of a i do feel like i'm just projecting i do feel just like a talking piece despite my a lack of an audience it's uh it's more of this reflection of like wow i do have these ideas that i certainly didn't necessarily think of myself these are all certainly ideas i've picked up from someone that i don't know someone that i don't trust someone that i don't like who like where did that come from you know how you know you look at me i don't know if you know this i spend a lot of time on the internet i spend a lot of time on social media i spend a lot of time uh consuming and and i like to think that it's like a lot of it's you know apolitical non-political because it's like fucking meme pages, but I don't fucking know who runs meme pages. I don't know what they're po- like. Some of them are very overtly you know, like political, and that's fine. Um, I almost, I almost prefer that. I almost prefer, you know, because at least you kind of know where you stand with it. Even, even if you like, if you detach yourself so much from what you consume to the point where you don't care if it's ironic, if you don't care if it's, if it's an earnest, uh, opinion or, or viewpoint, um, you feel that that protects you from, from being influenced by it. I think you, I think that's like, I'm guilty of that. I think if you, if you try to maintain that it's all ironic, no matter what, um, it's it feels like you have freedom it feels like you have you are free to enjoy whatever it is on whatever level you want um i don't know dude this feels stupid (laughs) because i don't because i don't have an answer because i don't have like a point to it there's no like what there's no answer to it aside from like the trite like Oh, but you put phone down, you know, stop, stop phone, stop using phone, stop using social media, stop using, stop watching, stop watching Amazon Prime, stop, you know, uh, stop watching Max. I'm starting my own streaming service, uh, and now that, uh, it's now available, I will be changing it to my name to HBO Max. <laughs> that could be my new porn name is HBO Max. That's just the kind of Max I am. HBO Max 2024, my new handle. Um I 
Anyway, that's why we should all start podcasts. That's why everyone should start a podcast because that is where uh, you'll hopefully get their most uh, you'll get their most accurate depiction of how they really feel. Certainly, they can still lie and and put on a face when they do podcasts. But I feel like if you talk long enough, you put you put someone on and record someone long enough, they're gonna say something that you wouldn't have gotten anywhere else. You wouldn't that you would have never gotten anywhere else in their online persona unless you let them just kind of sit and try to fill space. They're gonna say something that that is revealing, and I, I think that's maybe why I maybe that's the benefit of of this for me as well is is that I'm I certainly say things that I don't ever think I believed in or that I thought I had a thought about that I thought I had an opinion about I'm not trying to like just like for the sake of having an opinion I certainly don't believe in just forcing yourself to have an opinion on something just because it's there you certainly should avoid that um no one it's it's no one's asking for your opinion on most things okay no one's asked me to do this podcast no one's asked me to to jerk off for money for strange men no one's asked you to do most things when's the last time someone asked you to do a, a certain thing that wasn't just your mom asking you to please go back to school or uh or your dad asking you to please look at this uh infowars link please Please look at this smoking gun proof that COVID is a hoax, please, on on uh, uh, Breitbart.com. Uh, certainly people ask you to do lots of things. I'm asking you to to break whatever system you serve in whatever way you think you can. If you have more charisma than me, if you have more influence and power and control over people within your social circles, within your professional circles, maybe just plant the seed. You know, maybe just plant the seed of of like what what if not just our circle quit? What if we could get enough people to quit and just break you know what if what if enough people could sacrifice their own well-being and their own families because that's the thing is people have too much to lose i'm i'm speaking from a place of i have no one depending on me i'm an independent i'm free i i and i can accept the reality of just being homeless someday if 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 things don't work out but obviously i didn't quit my job as a nurse with this idea of like oh let's i'm bringing all the nurses with me like let's i'm trying i wasn't like trying to organize but I, I certainly would do that uh if there was some bigger head of of a movement that just says hey can we get as many hospital any any healthcare staff to quit and not just like hey we want this to change we want this much more money because that's part of the problem the part of the pr- Part of the problem with like this idea that we like it's it's all these individual groups. It's it's like nurses want more pay, or nurses want more benefits, nurses want more respect, or the the aides want more help, or the doctors you know together will quit. 
but it's never together. It's never the nurses and the doctors and the uh, the fucking janitors all together, all the custodians saying, we just don't like the system. We just don't like how, we don't like your for-profit healthcare. We don't like that. They don't, they're not saying that. They just say they don't like their individual jobs. They don't like that they're, per, they're personally not being compensated. That is the problem. Nobody's looking at the bigger picture because they think it's not possible to change it, but it certainly is. It certainly is, and that's all you have to do is, is say, hey, we're on the same page, hopefully, but I think there's a lot of people that are too happy and too comfortable with their jobs, and they're too afraid, and they have too much to lose. Okay? I get it. But I have hope. I have hope that someday there will be enough people who who don't have much to lose because we're not having families because we're not we're not weighing ourselves down with these responsibilities that force us to 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 continue working for these systems, continue working for these uh these institutions. I think someday we will not be attached to it. We will not be slaves to I need to pay the bills for my eight children that I, I thought I was supposed to have. Children are what hold you down to your job. Children are what keep you keep you su- supposedly content with your like shitty life. It's because you have your kids. You work hard and you suffer because you have kids. But that's completely backwards. That doesn't make sense because you're just raising your kids in a world where they too will suffer when they grow up. That is retarded. What is the hope there? Okay, maybe for one generation you just skip having kids. Maybe someday, maybe someday it'll be cool to have kids again. But right now it's not. Right now it makes no sense to have kids. And if you if you think if you think you still want to have kids today, then kill yourself. If you have kids, kill yourself and kill your children, please. Because. That is what is preventing, ultimately, what is preventing change that would be helpful to a future generation is that you have kids and that you are responsible for them. I'm not saying, you know, stop taking care of them now. Don't, I'm not saying quit your job and, and fuck up your kid's life currently. You know, you already, you're already, do, you already done did that. You already made that mistake. Well, you're just going to live with that now. Okay, but that's just wasted time, and I think that's wasted energy. And the people who don't have kids, who don't have things to wait at, to lose, I think that's where the change is, is people who don't have anything to lose. They have maybe a job, you know, they might, they might have something personal, but I think there's a lot of sacrifice to be made. And it's not just healthcare, it's not just education, it's, it's, it's much bigger than that, and it's... I know it's very vague and all, but don't weigh yourself down with all these things that you feel like you have to lose. I know that's what you, you create meaning, you create purpose in your life and you attach yourself to these ideas and these places and these people and these things that, uh, that you think give you this individualistic purpose and meaning and it holds you back from ever being a part of a collective force. And that is the problem with individualism as a whole, as individual, as individualistic as I am currently living right now, I, I crave something that would help something bigger, but not on a scale that just feel that just fuels your own individual satisfaction, that fuels your own individual like sense of, of, of fulfillment. Because 
that is what most people fall under when they think they're helping a community is that they're fueling an individualistic need for fulfillment, not, not, not the community's fulfillment, if that makes any sense. Um, it's hard to feel like anything you do is worthwhile. It's hard to feel like anything you care about is worthwhile, is worth putting energy into. And I respect and understand why anyone does anything because none of it makes sense. It's all absurd. It's all stupid. It's all retarded. Um, and I don't know why I feel passionate about these particular issues. It's just because I... It, everything else doesn't get everything else feels hopeless uh, without those things changing I every, everything feels entirely hopeless no matter what you do anything you do on a smaller level than that is a waste of time in my opinion and I'm not saying I'm not wasting my time either I feel like I am wasting my time every time like anything that doesn't involve breaking those bigger systems does feel like a waste of time. And I think it's intentional that I'm, I, I feel this way. I think it's, it's by design that I feel this way, that I feel so trapped and defeated and stuck in this system. Um, and, uh, and the system, uh, obviously, that I'm talking about is X videos, the tyranny of X videos and, and porn sites. Just kidding. All right, well, I'm out of memory on that. Uh, so I'll just, I'll just call it there. I'll call it a day, but uh, what happened? Did it shut off too? Okay. Thanks for listening. I hope you jerked off to this. I hope you came. Uh, I hope you did. I hope you didn't listen to this actually, because why would you? Uh, anyway, if you're an X-Videos moderator, kill yourself. Uh, if you don't kill yourself, X-Vids moderators, I will come and kill you. I mean it. I'm serious. If you know how to kill X-Vids mods, if you know how to find them, if you know how to get to them, if you know them, if you are one and want to help me kill them, hit me up, DM me. I can't give my personal information here, but you can DM me here. You can Google me if you want. You can probably look me up on Instagram and find me. Uh, but... Can't I can't say it here anymore because it's a bannable offense, um, or at least it's uh, I can't get paid if I promote anyway. <sighs> good luck, Gabe. Just Google "good luck, Gabe," and uh, you'll you'll figure something out. Good luck, Gabe. Just like the president of uh, what is it, Nigeria, whatever whatever country. Good luck, Jonathan. Thanks for listening. Good night. Best of luck. Send my regards to your mother, please. Good night. <laughs>